Hello, Salt Lake and rest of the world. Thanks for tuning in for episode two of the Godless Revolution. Um, yeah, we is, got a surprise for you this week. Uh, Dan Ellis is no longer a guest. He's 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 permanent. We've added him. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Pastor Matt, as we're going to be talking about atheism as a religion today. I'm an ordained minister in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Perfect. Uh, why um, didn't we have spaghetti tonight, then? Because <laughs> <laughs> pizza's a lot more convenient. <laughs> All right, so Matt, what's the subject this week? Um, I found an article. I'm hesitant a little bit about this one. Um, I'll tell you why. I doing some research about atheism as a religion. Um, I decided to go with the first article that if, that popped up on Google. Um, printed it out. It's by a Catholic guy named Jimmy Aiken, and it's. I don't know, five or six pages worth of uh, quote-unquote case that he makes. And after going through it and, and I think pretty thoroughly shredding it, I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned we're going to be accused of going after low-hanging fruit because this, this article is actually pretty pathetic. But um, I think it's an important topic to cover. Um, it, it gets thrown out there quite often. I think. Yeah. Um, well, you guys are just another religion. You, you know, you're getting together. What are you talking about? Why do you guys need to get together? You, you're just acting just like another religion. So, well, atheists of Utah just won their award from Q Salt Lake as the uh, best religious organization here in Utah. So, the we, best. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the best religious organization in, in Utah. Utah. Yeah. Yes. Well, and you have to understand that Q's. You know, Q's audience is the LGBT crowd, right? So, mm. you know, their okay. their options yeah. as far as as, as hey. finding a religion that you know is is great to them sure as a, as a community is pretty it's fair and equal and and nice and yeah yeah they they don't have a whole lot of options, but you know it's not just members of the LGBT community who read Q. You know, I'm I'm a supporter of that community. Yeah. I read Q. I think Q's a great I think Q's a great publication. And I was honored to get the award. I mean it's it's awesome in my view to to be deemed the best religious organization, you know, a, a group of godless heathens <laughs> eclipsing all other religious organizations in the state of Utah as the best group. That kicks ass. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the all the other religions in Utah. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> all, all other one, all all other one religion in Utah. One, yeah. um, well, you know, we say other as if atheism is a religion, and I would argue that it's not. Um, but you know, we caught some flack from some people who you know railed and rabble, 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 rabble. Atheism isn't a religion, and how dare they say that? And that's stupid, and you're perpetuating a stereotype. And the Christians are going to have a field day with this, and. Calm down, people. Mm. It was it was good. It was a good mm-hmm. award. I'm yeah. I'm honored that they would choose us yeah. for that award. I think that's awesome. Yeah, of course. Um, I last week uh, we kind of did, um, especially me, a lot of ranting, and I'm not sure how the flow really was. Yeah, I mean, so I I debated a little bit about this article whether I wanted to. Um, just go until there was a point of contention and kind of rant about that. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, that might be a little bit loose format for, you know, and then maybe I'll read the whole thing and then, you know, everybody can face palm their way through it and then we can go back and can. So I thought we'd do. I think that'd be rough. I don't know yeah, if I would be able to make so it through a whole thing of that. I think we'll do some, like, some bite sized portions. Highlights. 
Yeah. Um, and, and we'll take it a bit at a time. Um, and so I'll, I'll just start with page one here. And, um, so, uh, he, he's a Catholic. I'll reiterate his name is Jimmy Aiken. And he starts by saying at first, the claim that atheism is a religion might sound ridiculous. It certainly can be surprising, a surprising claim. Um, and it's one that many people, including Western atheists, might initially dismiss out of hand, but there's more to the story here. There is a case to be made that, in a very real sense, atheism is a religion. Any issues thus far? Well, I actually pulled it up so I can have the exact verbiage okay. of the Oxford Dictionary's version of religion. Okay, let's. What's that? Give me just a minute to get to that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, does he does he say his own version of religion? He, um, or his own definition of what religion is. Okay. Let me let me go on here. Second paragraph is called "A Word About Words." Uh, words mean what people use them to mean. Uh, so whether atheism counts as a religion will depend on how you use the term atheism and how you use the term religion. There's no single right or wrong way to use terms. Their boundaries can be drawn differently by different people, and their meanings can change over time. As a result, I'm not going to be claiming in this piece that there's a single right or wrong way to define our terms. In fact, I don't really care about terms, he says. What I'm interested in is the reality... What the why, 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 why write the goddamn the term, What the two terms <laughs> represent. Okay. I think we can start here. That's like saying... Rape means the same thing as consensual sex. It's just however you use it. It's a term. Uh, I depends suppose, on how you use I, the word. Well, I don't understand why you would say that. You know, he doesn't really care about the terms, but well, he, he writes an entire th- article. There's, there's, there's a whole paragraph prefacing his article about what words mean, but he yeah, doesn't, doesn't care, about, care yeah. about what the words mean. Right. Yeah. Um, why don't you? I mean, I wrote down the definitions of religion and atheism too. But why don't you go ahead, Ryan? What, what do you? Well, what? I just have the Oxford Dictionary, which I think is. A good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Oxford, after yeah. all. <laughs> it says, uh, religion, the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Mm-hmm. That's the one I have. Uh, well, and since since atheism is, is... The exact opposite of that. Right, the rejection or disbelief in god or gods. Yes. Well, then, and you, you said he, he mentioned that he doesn't care what terms are what words are that they change meaning or whatever and he writes this entire article about it and he says that he doesn't really care what the words mean is that uh, i'm i'm paraphrasing i think what you said there if he doesn't care what they mean i don't understand why he wrote that i think probably a more apt thing that he should have said is that he doesn't care what anybody else thinks this right. is his opinion <laughs> yeah i mean and so the whole time while i was reading this you know in my mind i'm thinking Belief in God, you know, do you believe in God? That's a binary proposition. That's a true dichotomy. There's only two answers. Do you believe in God? Yes. And everything else, right? Do you believe in God? Yes, you're a theist. If you say anything else... You're an atheist. If I'm really scared, if I really need something, yeah, then, no, well, then see, maybe uh, I can feign belief. Well, yeah, but then you're still, you don't have a true belief, I guess. No, I guess see, there's is, true believers and everything else. Yeah, this is where I go, this is where, this is where I piss off agnostics. Because, because when we're talking about belief, there's no middle ground on this. There, this is binary. There isn't a middle ground. Yeah, either yes, you believe or you don't. Or yeah. everything else. Right. 
If you say, I don't know, what, you don't know if you believe? No, that's not what I'm asking. I'm not saying, do you know there's a God? Do you believe? Oh, I don't know. No, you don't don't know if you believe. No, so either you do or you don't, right? Well, yeah, you're not asking if there is a God. You're asking what is your belief about the existence of God. Okay, so this is what I'm keeping in mind, this binary proposition. And then he goes on to immediately start his apologetics about redefining words or, you know, this this really soft position on what words mean or actually the dictionary is talking about how people use the words and not really what their meaning is and all this kind of stuff right up front. I mean, this whole article is prefaced with apologetics. Where he says it doesn't matter. I don't care what... Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what they... Yeah. Um, So um, he's already setting up a a really soft position um, to allow for his definition of religion and which atheism can fit into um so we're like a paragraph in yeah i I think (laughs) he's starting it off by saying this is what i believe and by the way i really don't care what your definition of the word is so i don't believe you well and i think it's silly i mean you know you hear the same thing you hear atheism religion but then you also hear evolution you know belief in evolution as a religion religion. science as a religion fuck you know watching baseball is a religion for some people that's what they love to do yeah it's so I guess in that sense you, it could be argued that you know it, it it all it all comes down to how you're defining religion and what you what you specifically mean when you say it's a religion and I think when most people say that atheism is a religion they're using it in a pejorative sense where they're trying to say that you know well you atheists are no better than, yeah. than us theists who who have religion you're just using you know you have faith in your position it's not based on anything other than faith. And, and I, Matt, before before we started the podcast, you were talking about Lee Strobel's opus on... Yeah, on I don't have having enough faith, faith to be Yeah, I don't have atheist. enough faith yeah. to be an atheist. Right. Um, yeah, that's... We can get in... We can, we can have a whole other podcast on Lee Strobel. <laughs> uh, um, but the point is, you know, so... I'll go on with the next line. He says, My claim, therefore, is that the reality of what is commonly called atheism, in quotes, has much in common with the reality of what is commonly called religion, in quotes. So he's already backed away from the the dictionary definitions by putting these in quotes and then using what's commonly called. So that's... He's already moving into subjective territory. Right. Um, uh, But... Religion is commonly called the belief and worship of a superhuman controlling power, usually God or gods. Yes. Atheism is the exact Exact. negation of those things. Yeah, well, what do we as atheists worship? Right. Well, what tenets do we all have to follow? What what, what dogma do we have? Yeah, what what dogmatic positions do we have on anything? I mean, I... I, You know, in a way, it would almost be easier if if atheism was a religion... Because then I wouldn't have to deal with a whole lot of infighting with, <laughs> with you know, atheists of, of different stripes. But I guess that also that's also true of, of religion, and that's sure. why so many religious groups are are fractioned or are yeah. are splintered. You know, you have what some over, are really over, extreme, some are really lax, and it's well, right, and, and you have over thirty thousand Christian sects alone. I mean, it. it I guess that's that's a big part of it is that nobody can agree on on their basic definition of God and or religion. Right. Um, so he goes on to say that the two, 
the two have so much in the two meaning atheism and religion, religion. the two have so much in common that there's a there there is a sense in which atheism can be seen as a religion which we've already kind of covered but what do we have in, what what is in common well, I mean, but, but but I think the bigger point is even if there was a significant number of common things like for instance rapists have an awful lot in common with catholic priests <laughs> right but not all catholic no, not all rapists so, are catholic priests so yeah well so i mean but but that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're exactly the well, same like thing, all, right? all i mean all squares are rectangles but not all rectangles are squares exactly, kind of sure thing, right? sure yeah right so he's equivocating already yeah you know so there's a there's I, that's that's why I was, I, I was worried at the beginning about the low-hanging fruit issue I mean, because this guy I, I picked the first one that came. I mean, look, it's the first one that came up. You know, I wasn't I wasn't in, intentionally yeah. trying to grab the easy thing, but it's just. Well, I, I think his premise when he says all atheism and religion have a lot in common is completely wrong right off the bat. Because unless you're making a bunch of assumptions about what atheism is or what we do, which is we all have our own views on stuff, but I think he's taking the same standpoint of saying. You have to have faith to believe in everything, like evolution, or if you want to, like well, he's already all he's already that. Spent the first three paragraphs making a really soft case for what what the definitional yeah. positions are on each one of those terms. Well, so, whenever whenever I hear somebody say that atheism or religion, it's kind of like you know they've they've exhausted all of their other arguments. Right. You know, this is this is the last few sputters of a of a of a wild night of partying. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is. This is well, you know. God is great, and God exists. God created everything, and then uh, you know, then we explain evolution to him, and you know, God controls everything, and then we mention that you know people people pray all the time. You know, their that intercessory prayer some people believe in is if that you know God would alter their plan to help yeah. alter His plan to help them find their keys every day. Right, all of that kind of stuff. You know, and we can go through, and it's it's this God of the gaps argument where you know God God fills ever ever smaller gaps in in our knowledge you know and they have nothing else to argue except now it's well atheism is a religion too so there yeah so it's suck just, on yeah. that it's, fucker it's the classic schoolyard retort yeah. no you are <laughs> <laughs> i know you are but what am i right. yeah that's, that's everything what it is. you believe yeah. takes faith too yeah. <laughs> yeah they just they they've run out of arguments they don't have anything else to say on the subject well, you're just as bad as I. Oh wait, no wait, no. I mean, you're just as good. You're the. We're, we're the same, but you're wrong. I don't. I don't <laughs> understand what I'm saying here. Okay, are you guys ready to yeah, pull let's, your let's palms off your face has. so you can hit yourself again? Because this gets good. All right. <laughs> uh, a first glance, at first glance, sorry. Let me start that again. A prima facie, or at first glance, case for the. For the claim that atheism can be seen as a religion can be found in the answer an atheist might give to the question, are you a Christian? When presented with this question, an atheist may reply, no, I'm an atheist. On the other hand, if if he was instead presented with the question, are you a Jew? He might, re- he might again reply, no, I'm an atheist. If he'd been asked, are you a Buddhist? Are you a Muslim? Are you a Hindu? He might well give the same answer, no, I'm an atheist. This suggests that being an atheist is analogous to being a Christian, a Jew, a Buddhist, a Muslim, or a Hindu. So he says. <laughs> it might also mean that it's contrary to being all of those yeah. things. 
<laughs> I mean, no, you, I'm not any of those things. I'm an atheist. If That's you ask the a person, are you Jewish? And they go, no, I'm an atheist. And you go, are you Buddhist? And you go, no, I'm an atheist. That just means a person doesn't Yeah, it doesn't know mean it's the same. Like, like, if you're a banana and they say, are you an apple? No, I'm a banana. Are you a grape? No, I'm a banana. No, are you an orange? No, I mean, you're still a like, fucking banana. I feel like I'm, I'm, feel like I'm being an apologist for this guy in a lot of his positions <laughs> because, you know, you, you brought up. Are you a Jew? Are you know? Are you Jewish or are you an atheist? And I hear all the time from people who, well, I'm a secular Jew. Well, then you're not really Jewish, right? You're. I'm. A, I'm okay, a secular so Mormon. Well, then you're not really Mormon. I haven't you, heard you that about to, Mormons, but I mean, with Jews. Oh, here in Utah, you haven't heard that. There's, there's this. Oh, whole, I got a guy I work with that. Talk oh, like that sometimes. But, but but at least for Jews, there's there's ethnic Jews and cultural Jews, and there's religious Jews and Orthodox Jews and Reformed Jews. I mean, they have. You know, they, they've had a... I mean, Mormons have had, what, 200 years and Jews have had 2,000? I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. legitimate... Like, people are ethnically Jewish well, and, I don't, yes. and well, atheistic. Well, and I, you probably... It sounds like you haven't seen uh, David Silverman's great talk on this subject. Correct. Um, I believe it was uh, a group of, you know, so-called secular Jews in Arizona where he delivered a speech and said, you know, you can't really say that you're culturally Jewish because then what 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 Jewish culture are you adopting? Are you adopting American Jewish culture or Ethiopian Jewish culture or mm. Russian Jewish culture or Mexican Jewish culture? All of those are different. They all have one thing in common and that's their religious belief. Right. Okay. If you strip away the religious belief, there really isn't any commonality. So you can say, you know, I'm a I'm a secular New York Jew, or yeah. I'm a you know I'm a secular Russian Jew, but you can't just you can't leave it at I'm a secular Jew or I'm an atheist Jew, you know that that doesn't really work because Judaism is spread across the world and and is you know and has several different cultures. It's it's not a mono it's not a monoculture religion sure. or, or belief. Fair enough. So yeah. and and that's that's the same with with any religion. I'll have to. Once again, someone will have to remind me to post these things. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll provide a link to to David Silverman's talk on this, and it's it's really good, you know. And and previous to watching this, um, I, I had the same belief, you know, that well, yeah, there's there's cultural Jews and there's you know there's cultural Catholics, and and you know all all of that can can be true in one specific sense of, you know, people say all the time, well. I'm I'm not Mormon anymore, but I'm culturally Mormon. Well, what does that mean? Are you culturally culturally Mormon in a Filipino sense, mm -hmm. in in you know in a Samoan sense, in mm -hmm. in what sense are you culturally Mormon? Because yeah. you strip away the religious belief and you're left with the culture that you started with anyway. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'll accept your correction and and retreat to ignorance <laughs> for the research that. But no, I appreciate. It. Yeah. Well, no, no it, it, makes, it, it makes total was, sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. You'll have to watch the video. It's 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 really good. And hasn't he actually on Fox News? I think a few times where I've seen him come yeah. on there and they go, "Well, aren't you a Jew?" And he goes, "No, no, I'm, I'm an atheist." Jewish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My parents were Jewish. Yeah, but I'm an atheist. Yeah. Like, no, you're Jewish. I'm like, no, I'm an atheist. Right. Um. Okay. Um. So he goes on along the same line, um, you know, and that in turn suggests that atheism is analogous to Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Islam, and Hinduism. Um, in other words, atheism, too, can be seen as a religion. I think we've already dealt with that. Um, so he asks, 
Why? Why is it possible to view atheism as a religion? This doesn't even make sense to me. I had to read this a couple of times. I mean, does he mean how? How is it possible to view atheism as a religion? I don't understand why in that, but whatever, you know, assuming... You know, I don't know I mean, why they want us lumped in their religious stuff in the first place. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, I mean, it, they're, they're trying so hard to make yeah. us the same as them. But um, not sure exactly. What, I mean, grammatical errors aside, uh, a good starting point, he says, is asking what the difference, what the different religions have in common. Um, well, I, I would say it's supernatural. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that I agree that that's a good starting point. But if you do start there... God's supernatural realm, yeah. afterlife, things things like that, which is all completely devoid in atheism. I mean, so... I mean, I would go to right supernatural, any god, deity, whatever, I think could become right down to his bare bones, be def- defined as something supernatural. So I think at the bottom of it, religion, every religion believes in something supernatural to start with. Yeah, so... I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and he goes on to say that we can't go into all the possible definitions in one blog post, fine. Uh, but I would like to propose what strikes me as common sense, functional definition of religion. You know, a and lot I have the, an issue with that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, a lot of the time when I when I read some something where somebody says, you know, well, there are a ton of things we could get into, but I don't have time for that in this blog post. It means basically, this is my strongest argument for it. Sure, there are others that are easily taken down, so I'm not even going to mention them other than to say that there are a whole lot of other arguments. Right. But then he goes on to say common sense and functional definitions, which he doesn't define. What the fuck is common sense? What does he mean by that? What well, does he mean common. it's a common yeah. sense? To, yeah, I mean, but but I'm just saying, I mean, if you're going to put together a legitimate... Um, if you're going to preface something, it's a, it's talk a, about it. It's a syllogistically sounding argument where he's not defining any of his terms. There's there's a logical issue there. You know, when you come up with against right. things like common sense and functional, I need to know what you fucking mean by that, so I can know that when you get to your when you get to the end, that the premises that it follows the premises, and you're not giving me a big non sequitur. Yeah, put me on the same page. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't do that. So I'll assume from now on that he's cherry picking what he thinks is common sense is really. I mean, based on what he's done already. Um. Then he goes on to give his uh, sort of straw man definition of atheism. Um, and then he basically boils it down to this where he says, for purposes of simplicity, we'll treat them, we'll treat them as a rejection of the existence of God or the gods. Yeah, I think that's... Whoa. Well, he's, he's, say, he's using the word rejection as if it's something tangible that we've chosen to specifically say no this is possible and plausible but I, but reject, I will reject it. that it does have that reason. it does ring that way but I, but I'm but I'm fine to accept that uh, if if I were talking to this guy that's like here's he, a pizza you can choose to accept it or not yeah. and it's that's 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 fallacious it's wrong yeah it's, i would prefer to say the concept yeah per, to reject the concept or i wouldn't even say the rejection is just a disbelief or a non-belief in something it's not you're not rejecting anything necessarily you just can't believe as plausible any of the, any of the given argument fair enough fair enough but i but i think even granting him that he still where's he going to go from there i mean i'm I, i'd be willing to give him that if i were facing this guy because pushing a rock uphill buddy <laughs> yeah exactly so um 
Okay. What religion is, he says, in this piece, I will use the term religion as follows. So, so now piece he's, of- so now, <laughs> so now, now he's defining for himself what his terms mean to, to presumably to fit his argument, but yeah. something is a religion if it has a position on the divine or the afterlife. So a religion is anything that has a position on the on the divine or the afterlife. Um, no, 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 no. So he's excluded dogma. He's excluded worship. He's excluded meetings. But he's, all of that stuff. Even with that position, uh, my position of the afterlife is there is none. So, so your religion. But you have God. a position on it one way or the other. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, he's redefining these things to fit his argument. Well, right. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's repurposing all of these does, terms does to fit his own narrative. Does anybody use this reli- this definition of religion that it's anything that has a position on the divine or the afterlife? No, actually, that's the first I've heard of that one. No, no. Well, and we were talking earlier about relatives of mine who, you know, would would claim or have claimed to be atheist, but also believe in the afterlife and in ghosts and ghosts, in psychics yeah. and you know all other kinds of supernatural phenomena. So. I would have to say that he's full of shit here. Um, yeah, I—I I mean, he's just—he's sort of—he's—he's he's just making stuff up as he goes along. Um, but you know, obviously, knowing what he's trying to get at, having a negative position on something does not make it part of that thing, right? And that's—that's that's the big key. And I, you know, I think it would be pretty easy to lose sight of that if you were kind of already on his side, which is obviously who he's talking to. He's not trying to make a persuasive case to any. Right. I mean, this wasn't. This obviously wasn't written to address atheists. This was. No. Yeah. This was written as as a as a piece of whatever to, <laughs> to to speak to his audience. I mean, his his audience obviously isn't atheists. Yeah. Or aren't obviously atheists. But he does do us a favor here. He actually does define a few things. So he div- he says by divine, I mean God or the gods. Fair enough. And by afterlife, I mean the afterlife. What if anything happens to us after death? Does that include getting that's eaten his de- <laughs> I love tautologies, but I mean, <laughs> that's his definition of afterlife. I mean the afterlife. That's what it says. Like, <laughs> like what happens after your life. Right. That's it. Yeah. Or what if anything happens after our death, he actually says. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So by afterlife, he means what happens to us after life. Well, that's that's kind of a good point. Like everybody says afterlife when what they are actually talking about is after you die, after death and life. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I just I yeah. appreciate the honesty of the of that particular definition. Sure. <laughs> or it's actually what he says he means. This is this is just brimming with honesty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, things that aren't religions. Wait. Things that aren't religions. Uh, the biggest one I know is atheism, so I want to see where this goes. No. <laughs> no? This is actually a surprisingly small segment. Oh. Um, Please continue. Things that I'm aren't enthralled. religion under this definition. Oh, I thought oh, it was all Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> includes mathematics, boat building, <laughs> the culinary arts. Throw science in there. Come on, throw science in there. Square dancing. No. <laughs> and virtually all of the other things we normally 
don't consider religions. Those are hobbies. Although I do seem to recall boat building as a major part of... Oh, yes. The, uh, <laughs> the, the Ark? Right. Well, not only the Ark, but remember that the Mormons came to North America yes. in yeah. boats. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, Jesus traveled here in a boat. And if you're going to build an Ark, you got to know how to Didn't count Jesus cubits. Fly? Didn't Jesus fly? No, he traveled on the boat, man. He's hanging with his peeps. Oh, he? he led them here. <laughs> He's he's got to be a common man, but you know, still still God's boy, right? With blue eyes. You had to get here ahead of time to bury those gold tablets, though. Well, yeah, no, that was that was that was, Moroni, that was Moroni. Moroni. Yeah. Well, he's 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 one of Jesus's bros. He was the first New Yorker, but so was Lucifer. Really? Yeah. True. Like he's a better bro, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you, should, you always have your best. You should, seen, you should have seen the seriousness on Ryan's face when he said that. <laughs> Come on, if you have a brother, you you always had the best fights with them and want to kick them out of the house. That's true. Well, yeah. Well, well, and, and so we brought up Lucifer, and that reminds me. I, I mentioned this when we were just chatting before the podcast. That on my way home, I was watching a video of Lucian Greaves, who's the. I don't. I don't know what his official title is. It's escaping me currently. It's not Grand Poobah or President or our dear leader of the Satanic Temple. <laughs> but I was watching a, a talk he gave where, you know, part of his opening segment is, you know, him saying that, that the Temple of Satan or the Satanic Temple is an atheistic Satanist group. And... That you know they that he hears from people all the time who say that well, you know Satanism is a religion and you can't be an atheist and religious at the same time. And his argument was that you know to 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 let religious people or to let other people outside of your belief system tell you what what is and what is not religious is to allow them to control the narrative and to mm-hmm. allow them to tell you what you are or are not. Right. And and his argument was, you know, sure, call me call me religious. I, I will I will accept that. I'm I'm a I'm a religious Satanist. Sure, I'm an atheistic religious Satanist. <laughs> that still baffles me a little bit because, I mean, they still I mean even Satanists still believe in some sort of supernatural. No, mm, they don't. No, I mean, no the the yeah. the Satanic Temple. It's. Lucian Greaves is actually a really cool dude. Like yeah, it's in just, all of in everything that I've read of his, I mean, he is very, very well spoken. His vocabulary is immense. He's he's a really, really bright dude. And you know, the, the other part of the opening of his talk was that you know a lot of people can look at our organization and say, you know, well, this is obviously a farce. It's a spoof. It's set up, you know, just to mock or make fun of different things. And he said, and and there may be a little bit of truth to that, but. In reality, they are there to ensure that everybody has a voice. Everybody has full, full voice and equal partnership in the First Amendment, where you can you can believe as you choose, and there should be a separation between what you believe as a religion versus what the government does. And that's that's where you know he he and the rest of the people in the temple, um, you know have basically set themselves up to be these bright, bold targets 
for people to point at and say, well, this is wrong and you can't do this, and they, they relish that fact, you know. Well, yeah, if you want to throw up a, a Decalogue somewhere, we're going to throw up uh, a statue of Baphomet. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of my understanding, too, that um, although they are atheists, it's it's they've kind of fallen victim to uh, the the way they've chosen to name their organization, you well, know, in, and, the, in the supernatural. And I think I think a large part of that is just for it's the shock and awe, right? It's it's them saying we are choosing to define ourselves, and we're going to take this to to a whole other level where you're going to have to deal with this. You know, you can say that. You know, I'm a Christian and my beliefs are true and correct, or I'm a Muslim and my beliefs are true and correct, or I'm a Jew and my beliefs are true yeah. and correct, or Hindu, Buddhist, whatever you want to say. You know, and, and basically all of these, you know, quote unquote religious groups uh, will then say, well, I may not agree with all of your beliefs, but at least we, we, all, we all believe in a God. You know, we all believe in, you know, a, a higher power yeah. in, in Allah and a, in a supreme being. And then the Church of Satan says, "Okay, well, sure, you can do that, but you know why? Why is your belief any more valid than ours? If if you know we can claim belief in in a higher power, whether you think that that higher power is evil or not, yeah. we would disagree with you on that fact. But you know you can't say that our beliefs are any less valid than yours just because we choose to 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 take you know a, a polar." A, a view that is diametrically opposed to yours, where you may believe that Satan is the bad guy, we don't really we don't really see it that way. I mean, you even hear it a lot with like with the ACM side of it. I know I've heard people say, "Well, well, you just you probably believe in the devil. You're all Satanist worshippers." <laughs> like, no, that's no. another like sect. Yeah, they're they're themselves. We're ourselves, kind of. So yeah. one of the one of the things I love uh, I, I got from Matt Dillahunty was. How did you decide that God was a good one and Satan was a bad yeah. one? What methodology did you use to come to that determination? Well, who was it that said uh, that Satan hasn't written, written his own book yet? Who was it that said that one? I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> well, he's the only he's the one that told the truth to Adam and Eve. Yeah, right. God fucking lied. Well, and it, you know, in my view, you know, I mean, even if you look at the even if you base your views on the Bible, you can look through the you can look through the Bible and see how many people. God is directly or tangentially or indirectly uh, responsible for yeah, killing yeah. versus the number of people that Satan is responsible for killing. Right. And, you know, the numbers are hugely, hugely overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. To one side. On on God <laughs> being this mass murdering yeah. psycho fuck. Right. And Satan being the one who wants to expose people to knowledge and and you know let them make their own decisions where god is saying no you'll do what i say right yeah and after after killing all those people he'll god will turn around and say yeah see fuckers me <laughs> me yeah, so i'm the good guy see how much see how many people i just fucking killed yeah. to to save all of you people so basically the god of the bible wants to en- enslave you and the devil wants to empower you with knowledge right according to the books yeah uh well, you know, and in my view, I guess, you know, Satan has just had a shitty PR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Satan has had shitty PR reps. <laughs> he needs some marketers for sure. Um, we, uh, the three of us, have a tendency of, of kind of doing this. We we get together and we just go off. You know, we've actually, we've actually discussed maybe even just 
as soon as we get together, just miking up and, and recording some of our, our BS sessions. Um, but in a, in a, in a maybe futile attempt to keep us on track, um, <laughs> I did want to make one more point though about, you know, since we were talking about things that aren't religions like mathematics and boat building and square dancing and all that kind of thing. Atheism is not even that much. It's not even as much as boat building. It's right. Because boat building is a thing. Yes. You know, in order to get to anything else from atheism, you have to add something. Right. right? So anyone who wants to argue, you know, Stalin was an atheist, Hitler was an atheist, which is dubious, but let's just assume that those two are. So fucking what? What else do you you have to add something else to get to the to get to the the atrocities that they committed? You can't you and, can't and get there. Being draw, an atheist isn't what made them become genocidal fucks and want to kill everybody. Right. Draw me the causal chain from atheism to those things, right? You can, you can't do it. So it's so it's in that sense it's even less than boat building or any of the other other things that he claims are not religions. But yet atheism is. So um uh, da, 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 da. He does say, on the other hand, belief in evolution can take on a religious dimension. Um, again, that's adding something to it. Well, um, like it, I said it, earlier, I, I think the reason why they want to add saying that evolution is something religious, is there a way of getting to be, uh, you know, if a school is teaching evolution, they can go, well, hey, that's religion. You say we can't teach our religion in school, so you can't teach your religion in school, so you can't teach evolution. That's where I kind of take the long game, like a chess game. They're trying to work that in there somewhere along the line. They're not that bright. Okay. Right. <laughs> They're playing checkers? No, that was that was very uncharitable of me. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to infer that all religious people are fucking re- are, are, are dumb. And, and they're not. They're not. No. No. I mean, they, you know, some of the brightest people I know are religious. Yep. And I, I have a hard time understanding how that is. And we mentioned, you know, we we talked about this a little bit a little bit before we started too. You know that I think a lot of the time, you know, people are religious because they haven't taken the time or had the desire to question what they believe. They've they've been raised their entire life with uh, with a set of beliefs, and they just haven't questioned it. And the second that you know that that tiny little bit of creeping doubt comes in, and and I likened it to having a you know to their to their dark fabric of life. Having a little bit of light come in, they throw duct tape over it. Mm-hmm. You know, they they try to reconcile and explain it away with with you know all different kinds of explanations for various things that they currently believe that don't mesh with other things that they choose to believe. And that's it. And it's that their that their belief is a choice. Yeah. You don't choose to become an atheist. You Correct. choose to be religious. You choose to follow beliefs. You choose to have faith in these things. You don't choose to have faith in atheism i mean what 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 do you have faith in as an atheist atheism is more of a revolution or a revelation to people even though that would be because well really it <laughs> sure, is like sure. you have that it just kind of like like doing those videos with people a lot of people be you know i've tried this and i went to this church and this church and just came to the point where i didn't believe in the ones prior why will i believe in the next one I just don't believe. Yeah, and it kind of comes to them that right. Well, and and for those who don't know, Ryan has been doing all kinds of uh, interviews for atheists of Utah and has been posting them out on our YouTube channel. And it's you know Ryan sitting down and interviewing people about their exit from religion or or how they how they ended up leaving religion or 
no longer believing in the things that they had been raised with their entire lives. A lot of them are really, really well. They're all really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, everyone's I've really got their own unique one. individual stories. They all come from different backgrounds, and the thing is, is most of them have came to atheism in a similar manner. They've all looked for religion and couldn't find it, or just just had came to them like this is not me. Well, right, and, and you know I, I can't live this lie anymore. And I hear from so many religious people all the time who say that you know, oh well, you know, you atheists, you just haven't you haven't examined things, you haven't tried to believe, you haven't prayed, you haven't been faithful, you haven't whatever, and that's bullshit. Every well, I wouldn't say that every single atheist I know because I haven't I haven't spoken to every single atheist I know about how they arrived at atheism, but. For every atheist I know who I have spoken with about it, they have all said that they, you know, atheism wasn't something that they desired. It wasn't yeah. something that they sought out or or, or were it, seeking. It they were a- seeking the truth. They were seeking to reconcile the things that they had been taught their entire life with the natural world that they see around them, and they don't mesh. They don't match up, and they arrive at atheism through exploring their doubt and exploring the things that they believe that don't ring true with them anymore. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's kind of the overarching sort of theme to everything we've been talking about in the last little while is is you know even when it comes down to the, the frustration that atheism atheists sometimes feel about uh, theists you know in terms of intelligence and all that that stuff comes up because atheists generally at least you know like the ones we're talking about um, they don't believe in spite of their wishes. Right, right. Yeah, they're, 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 they apply an even greater amount of skepticism to the things they want to be true. Right. Yeah. It's it's and not that anybody desires to lose eternity. Sure. You know, nobody yeah. nobody wants to throw away eternity. Yeah. Peace and, and love and, and joy that, forever. Yeah. And and you know they don't choose to believe that when they die they're just gone. You know that no bit of them lives on. It's it's something that they come to acknowledge as fact. It's not something that they chose to believe or, or sought, hey, I would like to be an atheist. What can I go and, you know, what can I go and look at that will prove that atheism is true? Or what can I what can I go and research that will, you know, confirm my belief that atheism is true? Most people who are atheists were raised as religious people mm-hmm. or, or at least surrounded by religious people sure, yeah. whose whose beliefs have bled out onto them. You know, it's, it's, it's nobody... <laughs> I, I don't know any atheist who you know, chose to give up eternity because they wanted to find facts to support what they already believed. But the reverse is not true for religious people. Yeah. I mean, religious people all the time seek out information to justify what they currently believe. Yeah, they, they, start, don't, they start with the answer. Yeah, they start with the answer, and then they seek evidence to support what they already believe. They, it's, it's a confirmation bias mm-hmm. thing. They don't, they, go, they don't necessarily go in search of the truth. They go in search of things to support what they already believe. Yeah, it's a huge sharpshooter fallacy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to be able to have you know, the comfort of saying, you know, when I die, I get to go see my relatives again. I get but, a but gold palace. For a little yeah. while. But it's, it's for the a little. I mean, I mean not I forever. Well... For eternity, <laughs> for a little while, you'd want to go. You want to go yeah, visit, right? You know, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's you know that that is a comforting thought to have sure, sure. if you're following that belief system. But you know, it comes to I'm like, yeah, it's kind of kind of a cool thought, but I know it's not true. I know it's not going to happen. Well, and it's comforting to a point. I mean, you know, you you talk to the parents of a child who, you know, was was brutally raped and murdered yeah who choose to believe in a god 
and that you know this was all part of God's plan, and that they'll be reunited with their with their lost child in the afterlife. Okay, great. What if their rapist and murderer also recanted and repented on their deathbed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their your child's murderer is going to be up in heaven. How do you feel about that? Or your your child right now, presumably, is up in heaven with, with the same rapist. with the person who raped and yeah. murdered them. How do you feel about that? That'd be horrible. I mean, I I read a story last year. I, I, I think it was about last year where a I might not have the age right, but I think it was about a 12 year old girl who committed suicide, and her mom came home and found her hanging in her bedroom and had a note that said, "I wanted to see Daddy again." Yes, and yeah. her dad had passed away. Yeah, I remember. She that. had the confirmed belief that if she killed herself, she would get to go see her dad. Mm-hmm. I think having that, I mean, the kid just killed himself for nothing, and that's even more. That's even more that's damaging. Tragic. It's yeah, it's it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um. Well, and that's why they have to teach that suicide is a sin. Right? Yeah, yeah. You go because, to hell if you go- right, because you know, presumably, when you die, you go to heaven mm-hmm. if you've if you've been a good person, or you, depending on your particular theology, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you'll go to heaven. But if you kill yourself, then you don't get to go to heaven. You have to suffer through this life before you can get to the next life. But all yeah, I and then really you have to, ha- go to heaven. Then otherwise, you have, yeah, if you, you kill know, yourself, you have to hang out with Darwin and Hitchens and <laughs> well, well, and and otherwise. <laughs> You know, if you kill yourself, you're sent to hell. So you don't you don't reap that reward with, yeah. of being in heaven. So you have to stay here. Right. That's what that's what keeps people here. Versus saying, "Well, fuck it, man." In the afterlife, I get a mansion. Everything is golden. Everything is fucking perfect. Why wouldn't I just off myself now? Yeah. Well, sure. because if you do, then you'll go to hell. Yeah. By the way, um, is atheism atheism a religion? No, no, it's not. Um, no. no, I think we're moving on. Um, if if you do have any questions, comments, you can feel free to email us at Godless Revolution. That's Rebel with a B as in Bravo, not V as in Victor. Yeah. Revolution dot com. Um, got a lot of good feedback, some uh, constructive criticism. Like to hear all that. Uh, so just feel free to shoot us an email. Let us know. Uh, should we move on to some news? Lots and lots and lots of news this week. Yes. Well, I, I got one that can kind of go with yours a little bit. Yeah. It's a little more off the wall. But it has to do with white supremacists. Do it. Uh, well, apparently this couple, uh, James Moody, 30, and his 36-year-old wife, Christine Moody, decided that God called them to kill a pedophile. Ooh. Do, do the, were they friends with a pedophile? No. They're skinheads. <laughs> okay. They weren't friends with the pedophile. No, this was a known, a person who had served time as a child molester, that they said God basically... Told them it was all right to kill him, so they went and murdered him. And they, uh, where to say? Uh, here's exactly what he said. Uh, James Moody believed God wanted him to kill sex offenders and a doctor who had evacuated or evaluated him, uh, but added that he was still determined to be sane and knew what was right and wrong. Uh, and he's also, I watched the video of them in court when this was going on, and he's telling the judge, "God forgave us for killing. We know it's a sin." We know it's one of the commandments, but God has already forgiven us. That doesn't like, wait, God forgave you for killing the rapist or the guy who had molested someone. He's a a sex offender. I don't know exactly what he did. Didn't give the guy's description of why he was a sex offender, but what gives you, I mean, it doesn't really sound biblical to me. I mean, the killing and stuff. Yeah, sure. But (laughs) the killing. Sure. That sounds biblical. It does. Yeah. But usually God's on the side of the rapist that's doing the killing. (laughs) 
on the side save of the, the virgins for yourselves. <laughs> oh, oh, I get, I get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah, us- yeah, usually God is saving the young children to be raped by murderers. Well, and you know, and this, in in my mind, this brings up an interesting point that, you know, I have yet to see any court case that has ever been decided in favor of someone who said I did it because God told yeah, me true. to do so. True. You know, apparently, or 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 presumably or or supposedly the united states is a christian nation mm. and yet we have all of these christians who do these horrible atrocious things and say that god told them to do it and not a single fucking one of them has been acquitted on those grounds yeah correct well this latest which, last which, line which proves article, that they don't get their morals from the bible right oh but she's on the stand reading passages out of the bible trying to say why she should be let off yeah, here's my justification for being a shitty human being. Yeah. And she better hope that the members of that jury are of the oh one, they oh they got the life forty one thousand different Christians. They both got life in prison. Them. But her oh, okay. final words were, "I have no regrets. Killing that pedophile was the best day of my life." <sighs> Yay! Do you know what they did? How, do you know how they killed him? Uh, or, it, it, or what it didn't they... really go into this case. Was uh, the uh, they killed him uh, July twenty first? Name was Car- uh, Charles Butch Parker. Uh, Fifty-one years old at Greenwich Park. I mean, you know, she says it was the it was the greatest day of her life. In in my mind, that you know, to me, that sounds like they they made a day of it. You know, let's <laughs> let's go find him. We'll torture him for a little uh, while. We'll play some games. Oh. Burn his toes. Cut off his nipples. I'll, I don't know what the fuck. I'll be honest, but yeah, like I, they they made an entire day of this. It was an event for them. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and while they're on the, it's. I think it's like when you're talking about before where. The rapist gets forgiven by God and goes to prison with him. This is these people saying, "God said it's all right. I can kill pedophiles." It's yeah. It's I, fine. I, I wonder if this. I wonder if this pedophile whom who they murdered was praying to Jesus to while, save while him they, while, while they were doing murdered. this. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I I don't know this story. I didn't I didn't hear about it this week. I I wasn't expecting it. Usually I'm. But we're not really surprised by it either. I mean, <laughs> sure, but I, I'm, I'm usually not. I mean, I'm usually I'm fairly passionate. I have a hard time taking sides on this one. I I don't think I'm not pro murder, but I'm certainly not pro pedophile either. No, but the guy had served his time. Yeah, he was out. He had. But you know how often that works. I mean, the recidivism well, rate of of prisoners. I mean, well, sure, but. I, you know, I know I, what you mean. I know what you mean, but I'm just saying I have a hard time building up the enthusiasm to really pick a side on this but one. It's it's still That's I think all. nobody has saying. the right to. No no no. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm not, well, and I, That's I what would, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not picking yeah. a side. I just oh, yeah. I'm just I'm just having a hard time being really passionate about. They, one. They're, they're I mean, both no equally bad crimes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say pretty... I wouldn't say I'm you know horribly passionate on either side, but you know in my mind it's uh, vigilante justice versus faith in our judicial yeah. system. And, you know, and, and I'm surprised, honestly, that we don't hear more stories like this. Because we have, you know, all of these Christians who, as I mentioned earlier, believe that the United States is a Christian nation. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus delivered the Constitution to us. Yeah. Why, why aren't they out doing more of this kind of thing? Not that I'm trying to encourage it by any means, but... I don't understand. It's one of those things where their, you know, their beliefs don't line up with with what they actually practice. Their, their right. They don't have. They don't seem to have the courage of their own convictions. No, I totally agree. I just, 
I just have a hard time picturing myself sort of skipping down the road with the rainbows and being like, yeah, it's pedophile pummeling picnic day, you know, <laughs> PPPD, here we go, and go kill a fucking rapist. I, it's just, it's a sort of, you know, I, I it's uh, it's hard to choose. Yeah, I well, I, I think, and this will probably be the only time you'll hear me say this, that I would be on the side of the pedophile in this case. Because <laughs> only because... <laughs> <laughs> Only because he served his time, yeah, right? I, yeah, well, and then was murdered because, then murdered, the, yeah. because of these people's yeah. religious beliefs. Yeah. Versus, you know, and who's to say that he wasn't the, you know, 1% or whatever small the number is of people who 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 don't reoffend when they're released? You yeah. Know, who's, yeah. To, who's to say or, or who, you know, who are we or they to say that, you know, this person who, whom they murdered wasn't, you know, completely reformed? While they spent their time in prison and was right and was trying to be a good person and you know had had donated his life savings to other charities or or to victims of pedophilia. All right. Well, thanks Dan for picking sides and thanks Ryan for making Dan a little bit bigger dude for picking sides. Next next news item. I I think (laughs) you might know more on this one from locally, which would be good news with the fourth grade field trip. Well, Uh, it's. I would say it's good news that the trip was canceled. Well, yeah, it's it's good news that ultimately the trip was canceled, but it was canceled for all the wrong all reasons. The wrong, yeah, exactly, all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I don't know if everybody listening, well, obviously not everybody listening will have heard the story um, about Westvale Elementary seeking to send fourth grade students to the LDS Church History Museum uh, this month as as a field trip. Public school students. Yeah, public school students. This wasn't an LDS-run school, but they, for whatever reason, probably just through tradition, being that we live here in Utah, decided that it would be A-OK to send fourth-grade students to the LDS Church History Museum. Now, I want to make clear that this is not a history museum that happens to be run by the LDS Church or a history museum that happens to be owned and run by the LDS Church. This is an LDS Church History, small letters, museum. Mormon history. This is a museum, yeah, yeah, this is a museum devoted to the, the history of the LDS Church. Not Utah history, not U.S. history, but the history of the LDS Church. And they were choosing to send fourth grade students to this place, and 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 thought that that would be a okay and hunky dory, and I'm sure that the reason they thought that was be- was because the majority of the teachers, and faculty, and school board, are all LDS, which you know we run into this problem all over Utah, where because the LDS faith is so predominant here, wherever you go, almost without fail the majority of the people wherever you go are going to be LDS. Yeah. And the majority of people who are holding positions in just about any organization or company are going to be LDS. And they have this they have this seat of privilege that has gone unchecked for so long that they have no idea sometimes that the things that they are doing are just fucking wrong. Yeah. No no you know they've they've lived their entire lives Doing the things they're doing unchecked. Yeah. And, yeah, ultimately, the field trip was canceled. But the field trip wasn't canceled 
because a ton of members of Atheists of Utah and attorneys from the Freedom from Religion Foundation sent letters to the school board and to the principal and to the teachers. It was canceled according to the school because members of Atheists of Utah made public the school's plans to take the children yeah. there and and that that somehow put the children in danger. Yeah, Atheists of Utah! That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Well, to, to show how historical this place is, I got the picture right here with the uh, big banner that's in there when you first walk in. And what it says on the side of it, it says, Latter-day Saints, Mormons... Make sacred promise with God and with His and with one another to build upon uh, Christ's church and the kingdom of heaven on earth. The foundation of church rests upon such covenants. Striving to live these sacred promises has made the history of the Latter Day Saints both more distinctive and fundamentally religious. It makes me want to rip my fucking beard off my own face. And and that's a that would take history a lesson museum. No. Do they put Joseph Smith's arrest record on that, too? <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't do, believe no. so, no. Nobody knows that history. <laughs> yeah, in the, the picture, I don't know, I know you guys probably seen this. Is that Moroni with the Bible trumpeting over the top of it? It sure is. Yeah. With the Bible? Yeah, Moroni with, uh, or the Book of Mormon. Or it's, yeah, it's probably, uh, it's probably Flying over. Golden plates, I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, who knows, because well, Moroni took really him back to heaven. <laughs> that's, why, that, that's why we can't verify. You can only see him with some stones in a hat. <sighs> okay, um, but this yeah, the, this on. whole thing, I you know, so so this has been going on for a couple of weeks now, right? Where uh, one of the one of one of atheists of Utah's members who has a child at this at this elementary school that's Westvale Elementary in the Jordan School District here in Utah. Uh, they have a fourth grade student who brought home this uh, permission yep. slip or information about going to the LDS Church History Museum, and and this member posted that in our group. And of course, you know, it almost almost to a person in the group, everybody was, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, and it like I like I say, it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. People have been calling, writing letters to. The teachers, the principal, uh, the school board, and last night. Um, oh, and and also, of course, you know the the Freedom from Religion Foundation had had sent letters to to the the uh, school board and the principal. And last night, we were all really really jazzed to see that several members had received a response from Kayleen Whitelock of the Jordan School District who said that you know in reply to several messages had had sent a response that the field trip had been canceled you know no not to worry for anybody else anymore the field trip has been canceled and in my mind when i saw that i thought awesome here's here's a person who has realized that this field trip was planned in error it was a horrible idea you know they've 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 been shown the light of reason. They've made a decision. They you know and in my mind I I thought you know okay this email went out in the evening hours last night. You know they probably had this emergency board meeting 
where there were arguments on either side. It was this heated battle, <laughs> and ultimately truth won out, and these students won't be forced to, to go to this religious proselytizing institute. And then there's this email sent out assuaging all of our our concerns to let us know that, no, you know, we won't be subjecting fourth-grade students to this bullshit. We understand that this was a mistake. It won't happen again. This is all what happened in my mind. And then later today, I find out that, no, that's not at all what happened. It wasn't that they realized that they'd made a shitty decision to plan this fucking field trip in the first place. It was that they were turning the blame on members of Atheists of Utah and saying that we're not sending our students there because now it's a safety concern because you assholes have published information about our plans to take students there and that puts them at risk. That's fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't tell you. In my mind, that was almost worse than the shitty fucking yeah, yeah. idea to send yeah. them to the to the museum in the first place. Mm-hmm. To To make these plans to send them there and then to be... You know, inundated with to be inundated with requests and phone calls and emails from people saying, you know, I hope you'll reconsider. This is an awful idea. Hopefully, you can see that this is a a religious institution. It's not. It's not a place of learning. It's a. It's a. It's a place of indoctrination yeah. and proselytization. Hopefully, you can see that this was a really bad idea, and then to and then to see that yes, they've canceled it, and then. To see that no, it wasn't because that they had come to their senses at all. It was that they were now blaming us yeah. for putting their children in danger. I so, can't tell you how angry that made so me. So instead today. of violating the First Amendment of the Constitution and illegally taking them to a proselytizing mission for the Mormon Church, they've pulled their students from them and now made them fear the evil atheists because Yay, of, martyrdom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The martyr. Yeah. The martyr. Com- you know. And I, I think all religious people have the martyr complex, but I think Mormons have got to be near the top of that list because they come from a history of actually being persecuted, and they came to Utah, which was a completely unpopulated area. Well, there was where there was a. Sm- uh, well, well, and you know, and I would use I would use the word persecution in relation to the LDS faith fairly loosely. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but but I mean, they were pushed around and, and moved out of places because of well, they were kicked out of dubi- places. Yeah, but, dubious activities that they were they were committing yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot but, of the time it wasn't because hey, here's a here's a group of great people who are doing awesome things. It was no, here's a group of people who are doing shitty things. Who were fucking like, you over and then get yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They were getting caught on it and having to move. Right, exactly. But but that that forced them to sort of band together into this core group of people who moved to this they're like gypsies yeah uninhabited desert area where they became this isolated group of people who did not accept outsiders did not let people leave you know all of this stuff happened and this culture of of I like shelter (laughs) culture this culture I said that because I'm drinking but sure well (laughs) I always thought that Zion just moved (laughs) Right, from Israel all the way across. Well, I mean, the earth moved and it, it, it shifted on its axis, and the Zion just got shifted a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, Zion, yeah, Zion's a, space in, a place in space, yeah, that, that the well, this earth is, moves around, Zion too. Earth, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, for them. Sure. Well, I thought it was Illinois. Well, no, Missouri. Missouri. Jackson Missouri. County, Missouri, yeah. yeah. But no, I'm, but I'm just saying, though, that it created this culture of, of extreme 
in-group, out-group yeah. mentality that exists even till today. I mean, and I and I experienced a lot of this moving from the East Coast, from Massachusetts, to Utah in junior high school, and it was brutal, dude. Like, that's why I don't have an accent. I mean, I got made fun of like crazy. <laughs> I had to lose that you know, shit just, real quick because everybody knew I wasn't from here. Yeah. I, I, I got in tons of fights over that. I had that. to start saying things like milk and pillow. <laughs> yeah. All, all the vowels are totally different. It's like blue well. That's where you get water from is a blue well. <laughs> and every every day of the week ends with a double E. It's Sunday, Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, yeah, exactly. Wednesday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, got in lots of fights over that. But, no, I think I – think, I think there is a real in group out group oh, kind yeah. of out, uh, kind of outlook here, you know. And if you're from neighboring states, but you're really Mormon, that's fine. Unless you're from Colorado, no, really. I don't, I don't think they like Colorado. I mean, if you're from Idaho, that's where all the Wyoming, dopers live now. That's, that's why they don't like Colorado. <laughs> They're more liberal. Well, but the, I mean, they even accept people from Nevada. Well, because Mormon Church owns half of Nevada at one point, didn't they? Didn't, didn't yeah, well, they settled Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, the Mormons settled Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Mormons Absolutely. settled Las Vegas. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. All that sinning made yeah, them learn rich. something every day. How do you yeah. think they built that temple? <laughs> Tithing. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, was that a serious question? Gambling's bad and good. Uh, I do have a bit of news out of the town I currently live in, which will seem a little esoteric until I get into which it. Which town is that? Orem. Orem, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the here's the question, right? And and I'm going to tell you right up front. This is a short article. It's probably as fallacious. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want everybody to know the sacrifice you personally make last week and this week driving from Orem to Clearfield <laughs> during rush hour traffic. Yeah, it's not pretty. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think everyone appreciate knows you. That that's what. <laughs> what is that? Uh, that's. Not That's 120 miles round trip. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 120 miles and easily three hours probably. Yeah, I know. I'm, actually, out. today I'm 40 was... from downtown Salt Lake, so... Yeah. Today was today was about 45 minutes. No. 45... Yeah. About, about an hour and 15 to get to his house, you know. Yeah. From work. But anyway, um, this is a, an article that's about a quarter of the size of the uh, Catholic article on atheism as a religion but i have as probably as many pages of notes because of this ridiculousness and so we'll go through this quickly but um it starts what if that was the question on people's minds as they attended friday's session of the book of mormon evidence conference at the sarah center for arts oh i think i read part of that article what is the possibility that lehi the patriarch prophet of the Book of Mormon and his family traveled a little further north than Central or South America and actually landed in North America. Rod Meldrum, conference organizer and author of The Book of Mormon in America's Heartland, says there is scriptural and physical evidence, including DNA, that Lehi and his sons are all and all their descendants lived in the promised land the land of liberty known as the United States. What? And this this is an absolute lie. It's a complete and total DNA lie. DNA evidence? Yeah. I thought the last thing we had on DNA evidence said basically bullshit with the whole uh, Indian okay, so side of it. Here, here's, the, here's the idea. Um, 
the idea from the Book of Mormon is that Lehi was the the patriarch of a family who led um, his family and some and a couple of others across the seas from Jerusalem to somewhere in America that the Mormon church still won't take a position on because they can't place it on earth anywhere in 600 BC. And then those, the groups that landed here split into two groups of Lehi's sons, the Nephites and the Lamanites, which became the chief ancestors of the native Americans. However, they have done a, they have done uh, testing on native Americans from Alaska to Greenland and all the way South to Chile and they found that 96.8% or some, something close to that, 96 point something percent of all their DNA comes from North Asia, um, Siberia, not Jerusalem. Yeah. And the, and the remaining three point something or 4% of DNA that's not Asian only occurs after 1492. And it's 2% white, 2% black. So they don't I'm know sorry, where- but my Mormon history would teach otherwise. <laughs> it would. The the LDS Church History to, Museum still trying to teach <laughs> yeah and there's that's the point of this article they're still trying to teach otherwise yeah. but if you'll notice the soft position they take on this stuff um, uh, for instance revealed scriptures testify of the ge- geographical location of the Book of Mormon Meldrum said this is the history of America but it doesn't it doesn't tell you anywhere. The closest they ever come to nailing down a geographical location in the Book of Mormon is a narrow neck of land. That's all they ever talk about. No one knows where the hell that is. So I'm going to get this straight, though. They don't know where Lehi came from, but they know the mound of dirt that Moroni fought an epic battle on? Correct. Well, they, they do They do say that Lehi is a, Good is, point, he's a, he, he's a Hebrew. So yeah. he came from Jerusalem, yeah. but they don't know where he landed. All they know, well, see, they lay claim to all the Meso- Mesoamerican sites, Chichen Itza, all that's all the Mayan stuff. They claim is is early Book of Mormon settlements, like the city of Zarahemla. Well, they've got tours down in South they America. They do. Like, they still right? have tours there. Yeah, yeah. But come then, and see the ancient Mormon sites, right? But somehow, alone. Mesoamerican named Moroni made it from Yucatan to New York, three miles from Joseph Smith's house, to bury those plates by yeah. himself. And that's where Joseph Smith found them. You know, that really kind of makes Joseph Smith seem like a person of convenience versus divine revelation, right? I mean, he was just you're gross. in the neighborhood. Even if it's We true. don't want to make you trek all the way across the fucking country to find these things. Yeah, you're he, here. You're praying in the woods. Here you go, dude. Go even, in the backyard. Even if, <laughs> even if the stories are true, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, forget the fact that he was a convicted fraud. Sure. Um, let me, let me, uh, let me elaborate on the dubious connections made here. Um, they did bring in a guest lecturer named Stephen Spikerman, who's an English expert on Israel and American connections, both modern and ancient. Um, you mean like giving them fighter jets and stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 600 BC. Oh, sorry. X, yeah, F-16s back then. Um, he goes on a little bit. He has a book, I guess, that's called Who Are You, America? Um Spikerman said there are 30 specific and colorful witnesses in American symbols 
that connect the U.S. to the House of Israel. I don't think the LDS Church likes colorful people. No. Correct. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I've derailed you. Go on. No, please continue. <laughs> um, so his basis here is that there are 30 specific and colorful witnesses and American symbols that connect the U.S. to the House of Israel. Some of those presented include the presidential seal, the great seal of America, Benjamin Franklin's seal, and more. And more? <laughs> Please I, tell. I thought a lot of that was pagan. Yeah. Well, okay. With- but the point is, that shit is drawn. Like, that's not stuff that they dug up and they were like, oh, there's no way that this can't be Israeli. <laughs> right? Like, this is stuff that people drew in the, in the 18th century. They're like... So, symbolism include olive branches, Star of David, symbols of Manasseh, numerology... And more. Oh, shoot. In the presidential seal, in Joseph's dream of the sun, moon, and stars bowing down to him, Spikerman said, why is it, why is it that, why is it that they're, sorry, (laughs) why is that they're, why is You've had too many beers. No, this is worded really weird. Okay, let me start again. In the presidential seal, in Joseph's dream to the sun, moon, and stars bowing down to him, Spikerman said, Why is that there if it doesn't have any meaning? You are an Israel nation. Be proud. Yeah, it's just weird. So this is an enormous yeah. argument from ignorance, right? Why is why it there? Is, why is that there? I don't there? know. It must be connected to Israel, right? These are all things that were, that were drawn by early Americans that he's now connecting to the Middle East and the Hebrew ancestry, and then connecting that to the Book of Mormon and the reported accounts there, which Joseph Smith, of course, was early 1800s. You know, so he was you know 50 some odd years after the founding fathers, and yeah, I, I always think it's weird when religious people come up with these like fringe arguments to justify what they believe. You know, it's it's never. Well, I wouldn't say never, but a lot of the time it's not simply that, you know, no, God really came and talked to Joseph Smith. That that should happen. It's they dug up some symbols somewhere that resemble other symbols somewhere else. And, and it's so strenuous, yeah. strenuously cobbled together. Yeah, it's all weird shit to me. Anyway, that's the town I live in. They're having seminars like that. That's, this whole state is like that. No, <laughs> It's a ball of fun. I love the outdoors in the state, though. It's just the culture we wish to change slightly. I like Utah a lot. And, you know, if it weren't for the Mormons, I'd have to find some more difficult targets for my ire. (laughs) (laughs) Were we going to talk about Nigeria? Oh, the the girls in Nigeria? Is that... I suppose we could. Does anyone know enough about it? I don't. I don't know I a whole really, lot about it. I've seen a couple posts. I've, I'm, I'm amazed it hasn't come up yet. I, I've, I've heard a little bit about it. I've read it was like 200 girls that were being abducted and sold off. Uh, they're being held still. Well, they're being held, but the people that abducted them wanted to. I thought I read. I think they're requesting they a ransom, but nobody knows where they are. Okay. I mean, it's an it's it's an Islamic group. Yeah, I I, I honestly haven't read enough okay. about it to. Well, maybe next oh, week we'll have more on that one. Uh, do we have a subject for next week picked out yet or not? Are we just going to let everybody on Facebook know about next week's show? 
you know, we just kind of ramble and, <laughs> and we pick. I, I think it's. I think you know we 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 pick a lot of a lot of things in the news that are going on lately. I think you know there were a couple of things that I jotted down that we didn't really get to tonight. Uh, one of them being the the new video from the LDS Church uh, on the Neon Trees' female drummer. Yeah. As part of their "I'm a Mormon" series of videos, which which to me was really really silly, although relevant, I suppose, given the the recent actions and and news and noteworthy things that are going on with the with the ordained women movement. Oh yes, yeah. I, I've had enough to drink that I'm becoming. <laughs> I'm becoming less articulate, less articulate and eloquent as I'm going along. But yeah, that that to me just just smacked of hey, here's a great PR thing we can do to show that we really do cherish and love our female members. Yeah, we'll throw a, we'll throw a female drummer out there because that's cool. Right. Well, another idea too. I mean, and there's there's plenty of news items that come. You know, we had. We wondered if we were going to be able to do a sixty to ninety minute show every week. We're at um, an hour and twenty already. <laughs> it's I mean it's just it's just been so easy. So much stuff yeah. goes on every week. So I could talk to you guys all night long. Yeah, I mean, so in addition to the regular podcast, we're considering doing you know just kind of a bullshit session because usually the three of us get together, you know, and start and start. Just talking Bullshit about things. Bullshit two hours before we start recording. <laughs> yeah, and the, you know, there's a, there's a, there's 120 minutes of of stuff prior to getting mic'd up um, that you know I think would be I think would be interesting. Well, and you, and you know and, the the thing with the Jordan School District is apparently far from over. I I yeah. will be calling tomorrow, so you know I I would like to meet with. The teachers and the principal and the the school district board members, so that we can you know we can talk face to face about why so many people have you know huge concerns about sending fourth grade students to a religious museum. Yep. And so I'll be making that call tomorrow. I hope that they'll agree to meet with me. You know, it's really easy to demonize people. As, as being really bad and putting your children in danger when all yeah. you see are emails from them telling them that you know your your decisions are are really terrible as far as the job that you choose to do on a day to day basis in in trying to i'm sure you know i'm sure they're trying to do a good job and teach our students what they think is right and and to give them a good education i think that they've just it's a little biased. Yeah, it, mm. it's just so biased, and they've gone unchecked for so long that they really have no idea how awful an idea this is, yeah. and that it's something that shouldn't continue. And so I'm hoping that they'll agree to meet with me, and we can, you know, just have a just have an honest face to face conversation about why I and several members of Atheists of Utah think that this was a really bad idea. And mm-hmm. there's tons of really good museums in this state that are. The natural More relevant. His- yeah, the natural oh, yeah. history museum Dude, here at, is at Thanksgiving awesome. Point. No, no, the oh. the one up near the University of Utah. Oh yeah, it's a great museum. I don't know if you've had the chance to be. I, if you've had no, the chance but to go I'm, through there. even the Thanksgiving Point one is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. dude, it's they're awesome. Yeah, we have we have a ton of great historic locations mm-hmm. around the state that would be you know 
such a better choice and decision than sending you know, 10 and 11 year old kids to a religious, uh, to a religious museum. Yep. I mean, when they're talking about stuff that happened in the state, you can drive right out to Golden Spike and Promontory and actually go and see the trains and see the tracks and see the stuff instead of just talking about the book. I'll but. have to tell you guys off air about some of my stories of nearly being arrested out by. Oh, <laughs> out that might have to be another show entirely. <laughs> the Golden Spike <laughs> area. Yeah. There was that was a whole evening of my life that if I could forget it, I probably no, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, you know, and the other thing is, um, you know, I know the place where I live is boring to most of you out there in the audience. So if you have an idea, a question, a comment, anything from Salt Lake to Stockholm, what, yeah, what you would know, you like us to talk about? Yeah, what would feel, you yeah. like to hear? us weigh in on or give you more information about go on to facebook comment send us an email once yep. again that's godless revolution at gmail.com rebel like rebel with a yep. b bravo not v as in victor revolution let us know we'll be we'll be happy to tackle any of those um conversations we'll we'll get right on it so and we appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens to us babble for a good hour and a half and thanks everybody <laughs> this is pastor matt uh, I guess this is Reverend Duffy. And I'm Minister Ellis. Ah, Perfect. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night. Bye.